Before we start this episode, I thought I'd tell you that I've got a new book out. Yes, another one. This one is to help coaches supercharge their coaching capability through reflective journaling. Coaching Journal, a guide and journal, walks you through the process by, well, providing you with a guide and some structured reflective models. So pop over to Amazon and get this quick, practical and insightful book today to start your journey towards a more successful professional practice. What would you put in your backpack if you had a new coaching engagement but could only take a limited number of items? Each episode, The Coach's Backpack looks at the multifaceted world of coaching and asks a new guest to tell us what they would take with them and why. Hi, I'm David Lowe, and this week we're taking a peek inside the backpack of Sue Haswell. Welcome, Sue. Hello, David. Good to be here. Brilliant to have you with us. I am very much looking forward to this, uh, looking forward to laughing. Uh, which I suspect we will be. So the first question for you, Sue, is if you had to describe what you do in under 20 words, what would you say? Oh, oh, does that count as one? Oh, okay. Um, I would say coaching, training, laughter yoga and hypnotherapy. And I help people gain new perspectives to inject play into work, have fun and be kinder to ourselves. Oh, and release stress. This sounds so up my street, so I'm very excited to, to find out more. Let's get into it. You've been asked to coach a new client, but you're limited to what you can take with you. So you've got your essentials, got your clothes, your toothbrush, your pair of rubber comedy ears. <laughs> I've just put mine on for, the, for Sue's benefit. And in addition to all of that, you can take one book, a tool, technique, concept, method, approach, whatever you want to call it, one other item of your choice and a person from the past or the present to accompany you. So I'm going to take my ears off to not keep putting you off. Uh, and I hope rubber ears were one of yours and I've ruined it for you. No, I think I can get by without the rubber ears. I have got an elephant trunk somewhere and I'm just looking around to try and find it, but it seems to have vanished. So I mean, it is a podcast, that. so it is limited effect, really, well, for let's, everyone. Let's isn't just it? pretend. Let's pretend I'm wearing that that right. that elephant trunk on the end of my nose. Right. I'll, I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. Oh, Sue <laughs> wearing an elephant's trunk. No. Um, <laughs> let's not do that. Right. So um, you can go in any order for all of those things, whichever you wish. What are you going to pack in your backpack first? I think I'm going to go with. Oh, this is going to sound really serious now that you've just, you know, introduced me as a laughter yoga person. But actually, I'm going to pack in my backpack this book. It's called The Daily Stoic. Now, to some level, it, it, that might sound like I'm, I'm heading towards philosophy, and I kind of am. The thing that I love about The Daily Stoic, bearing in mind that I've got to pack this in my backpack, and I was thinking this was more of a desert island, like I've got to be there Many for people some, do. some time. Oh, do they? So if I was going to a desert island, if I had only one book that I could take, then it would be The Daily Stoic, just because it's full of really lovely ancient wisdom. And I don't really get why we're not pulling that through and using that in our day to day life. So it gives lots of really useful thinking points. And today's Daily Stoic is by Seneca. I'm going to take my glasses off to read this or at least push them down my nose, saying... The best and greatest number of authors have asserted that philosophy consists of three parts, the moral, the natural and the rational. The first puts the soul in order, the second thoroughly examines the natural order of things, and the third inquires into the proper meaning of words, their arrangements and proofs, which keep falsehoods from creeping into displaced truth. 
every single day it comes up with something that you think oh actually I wish I could remember that and I do wish I could remember the um, the wisdom that's in there so just taking that apart you know to actually understand the words that our clients are talking to us in and the, the words that they're using and and what those actually mean to them and and being able to really examine those words and the labels they're attaching to things I think is a really powerful way of coaching but sometimes I just pick the book up and just go oh okay what you know what what quote is there mm. then it usually delivers sometimes they are a bit rambling and you're like oh what on earth does all that mean but fortunately there is a description at the bottom saying this is what we think of it the authors ryan holiday and stephen hanselman and i'm not on any commission so okay ancient wisdom okay so yeah a bit of ancient wisdom but maybe it's not just ancient wisdom maybe it's more about a perspective change or a or a connection with philosophy as opposed to connection with whatever's just going on around us it's sort of like taking that step out and and engaging our observing self engaging a look at things from a different perspective is what I like about it because you mentioned that you are into mindfulness as well before we mm. started recording so mindfulness kind of taking us out into a different space your daily stoic taking you out into a different more thoughtful space maybe is there a theme here if there is David I think you might have just found that theme if there is a theme it is about the perspective it is about being able to step away from something in order to get a better viewpoint of it in order to to look at it with fresh eyes and uh, because let's face it most things in 100 years time aren't really going to matter and then when you take it all back you know most things in 50 years time and you just take it all back and most people would agree that probably the 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 day-to-day problems that they've got even in a week's time, aren't really going to matter that much. So that perspective, I think, really does matter. So what else is going in your backpack? Okay, this is about perspective again. I, 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 I feel that this might be the, um, the mode of the day. Um, I really do like a bit of hooking into NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and using submodality shifts. So really getting to grips and understanding what is going on for somebody and for me for that matter and and just noticing what happens when that changes so if we're experiencing an emotion actually really checking in and going well what what where is that emotion in your in your body or outside your body because if you're experiencing it it's somewhere there and what shape is it and what size is it and what color is it and actually paying attention to that and just noticing as that changes so again about perspective might sound a little bit woohoo but I've tried it so many times with people and I did train ages ago in EFT emotional freedom technique or tapping as people call it and it's kind of my go-to method so if at any time I've got a client that's having an emotional overwhelm or is struggling through something it's a way to really bring that emotion into calmness to to focus on it so again it's perspective so should we do a little bit David would that would that be a yeah. useful thing should we do yeah. that so is there an emotion that you're running at the moment so I am feeling yeah I'm feeling happy at the moment I've achieved a lot this morning which is one of my core values got through a load of stuff and now we're doing this and I, I love recording these right so yeah I'm, I'm positive and excited excellent so this positive excited happiness where about is it in your body or 
the outside? Uh, it's kind of uh, lungs or chest and head and all the way through. So initially I thought it's kind of in my throat because it was kind of in, the, if it's like stereo with those two things, it was kind of in the middle, but I think it's head and chest. So you think it's head and chest? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. And uh, what colour is it? Well, I don't know. Red, green, blue. It's loads of things because there's lots going on, I think. It's kind of a, it's a multicoloured. So it's a multicoloured head green chest. Yeah. What shape is it? Circles. 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 Bubbles. Bubbles. So are they three-dimensional bubbles? Yeah, I think so. And are they moving around? Yeah, kind of floating. Yeah, moving and... Okay, so they're floating around. Like round balloons at a party. Round balloons at a party. And when you check in with those round balloons at a party and they're floating around and they're all those different colours, how does that make you feel? Oh, I'm smiling now. It's, it's, yeah, smiling it now. Happy. Yeah, it's, it's fun. So is it making you even more happy? Yeah. So it's shifting your happiness to a place that's even more happy? Yeah. Think so, and when I think about it, it makes me happy of yeah of, of the feeling that I'm having. Excellent. Okay, so it's it's shifting, it's changing. Are they what what color are they now? Oh well, they're kind of moving a bit like balloons, right? They're moving around, so they're kind of going up through into my head, back down to my chest. But they're because they're different colors. Yeah, they're just kind of switching around. So they're not one circle isn't changing color; it's just moving, and then another one is moving okay. into space. So a bit like a lava lamp, but without being hot. So you're now a one-man lava lamp. <laughs> a multicoloured one-man multi lava lamp. <laughs> Let's just hope that wax doesn't mix together because that's going to be an interesting colour. Yeah. Um, I mean, my face is always quite flushed, so maybe I, maybe I am. Maybe this is it. Maybe I've actually found my calling. I am a human lava lamp. You could hire yourself out for parties. People hire themselves mm. out to be sushi tables, don't they, at parties? You could be the lava lamp. We could all suddenly become... <laughs> <laughs> lava lamp man. <laughs> Yes. I'm not sure I actually give off a lot of light, though. I mean, otherwise, I think my wife would have complained that, will you just turn the light off? I can't. It's a dark lava lamp, man. Which is a bit of a crap lava lamp, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, in terms of submodality shifts, in terms of just, like, checking in with emotions, again, that is about paying attention to emotions and paying attention to what's going on for us. And noticing that we can take charge of our own emotions, we can, we have that ability. And it takes us the moments of stepping outside them to notice them, or the moments of paying attention to them, kind attention to them, in order to be able to do something with them. Um, so if someone was in a negative, let's, let's imagine that I'd said, I'm feeling really stressed, I've got too much on, I'm feeling overwhelmed, and it's like a black cloud on my head so if you've got something negative going on often a lot of energy is put into not paying attention to that negative stuff we just don't want it to where we don't want it in our lives so we put a lot of attention into holding it away and let's just let's bury that one um actually taking it and, and having a really good look at it often really will change things around and sometimes to the point that i've got clients to to say yeah it's got a message for me actually this so that big black cloud, um, that big black cloud has the message for me. And that message is whatever, you know, slow down, smell the flowers, um, take some time for yourself, whatever it is. And actually understanding those messages and understanding that that most of what our emotions are doing is is trying to get some sort of message across to us um, and listening to those messages 
can only be beneficial to us. Okay, great. Thank you. So we've got the daily stoic. We've got submodality shifts. Yeah. Before we go in to find out what other item and who you're going to take with you, I want to dig in a bit about this laughing yoga. Yes. I'm going to have to say what my wife said when I said I was going to interview is she said, surely if you're laughing and you're doing yoga, there's only one output. <laughs> and it's one that is embarrassing when you're doing it. So what is laughing yoga? So laughter yoga is laughter for no other reason that it is really, really good for you. It's a combination of laughter with deep yogic breathing. Um, as you can see, there is no need for lycra or yoga mats or, or any of the paraphernalia. You just bring yourself and you laugh. And, and we're laughing because it is immensely good for us physically and emotionally and mentally. From a physical perspective, what we're doing is we're exhaling a lot. We're getting our diaphragm moving and our, our abdominal muscles moving because we're aiming for belly laughter, which really is socially often not that acceptable. In fact, quite interestingly, President Erdogan years ago banned women from laughing in public, which I thought was quite shocking, but it also shows the anarchic power of laughter. So you can imagine belly laughter could be potentially really socially unacceptable. And mostly what we do when we are interacting socially is just a polite oh, little chuckles and titters. <laughs> and, uh, oh. <laughs> but with laughter yoga, the aim is to go for the belly laughter, to, to really engage with it and to by doing that belly laughter. There's a several things that we're doing physically as well. So we're engaging our core muscles so we're practically getting a little internal massage that sounds wrong you might need to edit that one out or not i don't know i'm um, editing that out <laughs> it's gonna be the strap line of the podcast going forwards come to the coach's backpack podcast for an internal massage well <laughs> let's see where that one goes so we're we giving ourselves a, an internal massage we are really connecting in with with our laughter it's impossible to be stressed and laugh at the same time it, it, it just it, it, it they're two things that just do not coexist but there is some science behind this because our out breath when we're breathing out then our heart rate slows down when we're breathing in our heart rate speeds up so when we're breathing out for longer and expelling more air as we do when we're laughing, then actually we're doing some good to our blood pressure and our heart as well, although it does go up while we're doing the laughter. Connection, especially now with COVID, that whole connection thing is really important. Human connectivity is, is essential to us. There are so many experiments that show that, that we really need that in order to, to thrive. So laughter yoga, which is great done on Zoom, by the way, and bear in mind that actually laughing in someone's face is probably about as good as coughing in their face at the moment. So it's not great to be doing up close laughter or certainly laughter yoga with people that are outside of your bubble. But doing it on Zoom can be can be fantastic because then we can make that connection. We're connecting without a real, re you know, one of those sensible reasons without actually trying to make ourselves be sensible or communicate in a professional manner actually if the agenda is around laughter because laughter is good for us then suddenly we can connect without all the extra baggage that we're carrying you're looking very serious there david no i'm i'm just 
I just have so many questions that I'm not going to be able to ask him here. I'm assuming you're not doing Maybe it on we the should, tube. We just do some. Yeah, go on. Let's 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 do it. I want to do it. So, I guess the first thing with laughter yoga is to understand it's laughter for the sake of laughter, and there's no other agenda to it. It's laughter because it's really good for us. It's laughing and it's deep yogic breathing. So you breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, and that gives us a break between the laughter and it's childlike playfulness so we're just connecting in and and laughing because we feel like it and also when we laugh together then we will connect more and the other person is more likely to laugh so if I start laughing I'm guessing you'll well oh no I probably kiboshed it now by, by saying that but let's see if I yeah, start well, and is it as loud is the aim to laugh as loud as possible or just as deep as belly the aim is to take it to your, to your belly, but the aim is to just laugh, actually, to just okay. get some laughter in. So actually, even before we start this, David, on a scale of one to ten, how stressed are you feeling at the moment? Not very stressed. Not very stressed. Any, any kids, stress? The kids aren't here, so I'm, okay. I'm reasonably unstressed. Are you at zero or have you got like a little... Uh, not sure I ever get to a zero. Probably a okay. one or a two, but Probably yeah, low, just a kind of a low. Okay. So that's going to be interesting to demonstrate because you're already there at the, at the low, complete lack of stress, but we'll, we'll have a go. So we'll just laugh together because we can and, um, and then do some breathing. So and no one's listening. So uh, it's all good. Oh, it's going to be fine. Actually, yeah. I did do some um, some laughter yoga quite a few years ago, actually. And uh, the local press came along and they brought their photographer and they recorded it all. And then the photographer at the end said it sounded like being in a turkey farm. I was like, great that's just the glamorous lifestyle i was going for yeah. heading up a indoor turkey farm but there you go yeah. you can think of that as well i as mean hopefully doing. less death but yeah yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, let's really plunge ourselves into misery now yeah. that day <laughs> yeah mm. with a laughter then we'll just start uh, with a, a, a facial warmer so just warm it up yeah a bit of a gurn and because it doesn't really work for a podcast again. It doesn't, yeah, maybe we can do go. a video. So uh-huh. How about just the lips said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, maybe a bit of uh, uh, of upper lip, uh, upper teeth laughter. Ha 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 Lower teeth, it's just gonna be great for your podcast because there is a difference. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) This is the weirdest podcast I have ever done. Yeah. (laughs) 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 We need to take some screenshots. We're really rocking the look here. I'm getting hot as well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bit of blood moving around. And then teeth laughter. So ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna take some screenshots if that's okay. Here. <laughs> <laughs> None of the teeth. None of the teeth. Like an old man. <laughs> You've got teeth there. No teeth. <laughs> no teeth in the instruction. We could do just a little bit of um, I don't know, a bit of monkey laughter. It's like, 
comes in. So what you do is you breathe in through your nose and your arms go up. So breathe in, and arms up, and then breathe out through your mouth, and arms down. Do that again, breathe in and up, and out and down. Now tell me, David, how are you feeling now? Feeling hot. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. I'm totally sold. I mean, I was kind of sold before we even started. I've got to be honest. I loved the whole idea of it. And I, I'm just thinking how I can get more of this into things I do. It's already quite an insane world that I live in. And I think this just adds an even deeper element of insanity on the low scale. I, mean, I don't know how insane your, your, your life is, but I, I can promise you that turning laughter into a, a default reaction, which I feel that I've done, it's certainly my aim it's my objective to turn laughter into my default reaction I think it's been really helpful to me and I think it's really helpful to others I mean I can see that being problematic Sue um you know if someone says that their pet bird has died and you're like "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) sorry default reaction I'm really sorry it's really sad for you I get what you mean yeah 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 with sensitivity obviously but when there's situations that can be really potentially disastrous for yourself and, and actually switching into laughter can be really, really helpful. So a couple of years ago, I was going to deliver some training uh, to a really large organisation with a lot of top executive type people. And it was winter and I, I went out and I loaded my car up with all the flip charts, all, you know, you know what the trainer's bag's like all the stuff i'd even got my posh flip chart pens because i thought they were executive i'm gonna i'm gonna impress them with the pens. yeah exactly they did they really did so i've got it all loaded up all the stuff i drove around the corner as i drove around the corner the light hit me the sunlight hit me my windscreen sort of just misted up quite instantly and i thought oh i can't see much now so what i'll do is i pull over to the side because that would be a sensible thing to do and i'll stop the car so I pulled over to the side, even though all the, all the hot air was on and everything, and pulled over to the side and um, crashed into somebody's car. Because the hot air was on, trying to clear my windscreen, I, and I was going very slowly, I managed to make a real mess of both cars because I couldn't hear the crash. And it was like, oh. So I managed at a whole five miles an hour or something to write off both of our cars. And I still had to get from where I was, which was just outside my house, all the way to this training place, which was quite a, a distance. And I was immensely upset and it was all my fault. And it's OK, you don't need to take this bit out because the insurance is paid up and it's all fine and that I've fessed up and stuff. So I sat there in my car thinking, oh, this is bad. And now I'm really shook up and I have to drive to this place and I have to deliver training. And I was already a bit nervous about it to begin with. What can I do? I know what I can do. So I got my car, which was really battered because the two front wheels were facing each other and decided to apply what I've always told everybody else to do. Apply the love to yoga, drive around, nick my husband's car, just move everything across to, to his car and use that, which is exactly what I did. So that morning I was driving around the corner in my car going, ha, 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 car was lurching lurching just because there was a one tire gone and one oh it was just a real mess so the neighbors could just see me laughing laughing at the mess of literally the car crash of the car crash that I was driving around that corner but actually what happened is once I'd stolen my husband's car and confessed up to him 
and got to this place and carried on laughing all the way, I was in a great place to actually deliver the training. It could have been a very different day. Yeah, your world's more insane than mine. I've never <laughs> done that. You win. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> ah, well, thank you very much. I mean, I, I, I could just carry on with the laughing, but we've got to go back to your backpack, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we should go back go to your back backpack. To backpack. So you've got, if I remember rightly, one item of your choice left and the person to bring with you as well. Yeah. So the other item of my choice is a really bad choice for a podcast because the other item of my choice is silence because I just think it's such a useful space to have between two people where someone can really feel held obviously not physically because COVID and also that would be inappropriate (laughs) but someone's thoughts can feel really held and it means that their thinking can be of a much better quality or of a quality that allows them access to wisdom that they would hold themselves but don't usually access. Good okay all right and who are you taking with you? I'm going to take, well, I, mm, I think I'm going to take my sister. I, I am. I'm going to take my sister. I really hope you've got two sisters and I'm going to get you to choose one of them. <laughs> oh. Because she always seems to see, not the bright side necessarily, but she's, she's just very philosophical about life. Just got some great sayings, the whole, you know, not my monkey, not my circus is probably one of her favourite and says it frequently. And she just puts up with so much with a smile i want the daily stoic too from your sister then <laughs> 20 27th of october it's not my monkey it's not my circus yeah <laughs> i like that not my monkey not my circus because i love a monkey yeah i mean no hang on whoa 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 i i i, I like <laughs> monkeys i mean i don't love a monkey um okay Right, well, look, your backpack is filled. Your sister doesn't have to go in the backpack, by the way. She can just accompany you. She's not, you're not squeezing her in. I'm not. Oh, that's probably quite a good thing. Now, sometimes when we pack our bags, people help, might help us and might sneak something in that we don't expect or want. So if there was one thing that you'd want to make sure is not in your backpack, what would it be? The one thing that I would want to make sure is not in my backpack is anything to do with Brexit. It's so divisive and so hate-filled and such a negative thing to happen that I wouldn't want it anywhere near me. I don't think I'd want any Covid either. I've had enough of it all. So Brexit's not going in the backpack. If you had to choose where you are or are not going for this fictional coaching gig, where would it be or where would it not be? Oh, well, it was heading towards a political situation, but I changed my mind. It would not be in an industry that was messing around where it didn't need to let me give you an example ages and ages ago I was invited to do some work for a company that does get this genetic flower modification that's flowers as in floral flowers to make them brighter or something we're just messing too much with with the whole nature and the whole system of things without any rationale behind how that's going to have a knock-on effect and then that whole domino effect of yeah okay then let's let's make the flowers a little bit brighter but actually what is then going to happen how are pollinators going to do whatever pollinators do what are they going to feed on I just think there's a massive knock-on effect and actually to start getting back to more basic um just just appreciating what we have rather than 
constantly chucking a bit of science at things in order to make it aesthetically more pleasing. I mean, I haven't noticed that flowers are shit at the moment. I've got to be honest. No, they're pretty good. I mean, bees bees like them at the moment. They're happy exactly. with them. Exactly. All, all of the, you know, everything's all good. So let's not mess with the flowers. But you wait, though. You wait for another five years. You see the flowers then and you'll be going, whoa. <laughs> Why did I yeah, not do that? GM flowers. I can't <laughs> believe I didn't see that colour before. Exactly. Look at that. <laughs> well, I'm glad I can now clear up the confusion about yoga and laughter yoga and not actually needing the lycra and the mats and the bendiness. Um, unless you want to have, you know, unless you want to be bringing the mankini, it, it's uh, fine. There's no rules in any direction. Have you know, I'm not wearing not- it now underneath this. Well, actually, now that I can see, really? Yeah. And there is actually a yoga studio just around the corner from my office here. So I may just go along and, well, I may join the two while they're doing yoga, just poke my head through the window and just start laughing. Do you reckon that <laughs> will go down well? <laughs> just laughter yoga, it. it's my version. Yes, exactly. Ah. exactly. Well, Sula, this has been a real laugh, literally. If people would like to know more about you and all of the coaching that you do, where can they go? The best place is probably my site, which is just suehaswell.co.uk. Well, thank you very much, Sue Haswell, for being a guest on The Coach's Backpack. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for joining us on this episode of The Coach's Backpack. If you would like extra goodies such as free tools, offers, further information about our guests, and maybe even your peek inside their actual backpack, sign up to our mailing list at thecoachesbackpack.com. And don't forget to follow the podcast too. See you next time.